past level 50. I'm Mel the Podcaster. Today, I need you to stop doing what you're doing and I need you to put this on play and then focus on starting your road to minimalizing things and changing your life. I was introduced to Dara Zykerman a few, I'm going to say over a month ago, and I researched a little bit just to see where I could find an area about her to bring to you, the audience. But there's just not one area. I mean, if you've ever thought of even minimalizing a little bit, you got to listen to her. She will show you step-by-step how to make changes. And what's so beautiful about what she does is she has a, like a guide that you can get for free online. I did this and I took out a journal before I started and I found areas that I need to work on. I know I have too much of everything. I'm 56 years old and having too much is not working for me anymore. So I know my son has tried to help by introducing me to books, but I wasn't ready to read a book. Reading a book about you know, decluttering your life means that you're ready for that. What Dara did for me is I wasn't ready I didn't think I was ready until I opened her ultimate guide and found that I could do this scared and still do it. Yeah. So I bring you Dara and she's going to talk about the freedom from your stuff and finding calmness in your life. I promise this is going to be amazing. I will put all the links in um, the bio here so you can reach out and get everything you need to change your life. Hi, welcome to Past Level 50. And before we start, I want you to tell everyone your name and where we can find you. Sure. My name is Dara Sakerman, and you can find me um, on my website, whylessequalsmore.com. And um, you can also use whylessequalsmore to find me on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube. All right. So I just... Um, Viva Texas, Jorge Mata, introduced us. And um, it's like he looked into my house and, <laughs> <laughs> and was like, girl, you need some mm-hmm. help. <laughs> mm-hmm. And what I did is, um, of course, um, when I read just a little bit about you, I was just, wow, I was so interested. But this weekend, I focused on a lot of your work. I, I had already looked at some of your YouTubes and your TED Talks. But something as, to, to you, the ultimate guide that you have for 
for the home. Mm-hmm. Um, I just started there and I cannot wait to implement it. And because it, it just, it sparked a little bit with having that little work area that, mm. I, you know, I look, I was like, well, let me read this. I was having coffee. I was at the table. And um, as soon as I saw the little work areas, I was like, wait, 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 hold on. Let me go get my journal. And, and I was able to be honest with myself mm-hmm. instead of blaming someone else for my mess and blaming someone else for why my home is in disarray. I was able to focus and um, pinpoint things. So the way that was just resonated with me, I know that I'm not alone on this and a lot of us need help. So I'm going to let you introduce a little bit on the introduction of things. I might need uh, some clarifications. So um, I know that that you want to talk about um, your 20 minute. Tell us about that 20 minute um, Hmm. consult. Yeah. Consult. Yes. Yeah. So, um, so just to tie this with the ultimate guide um, to tie into that, you know, there's, certain principles <laughs> that really mm-hmm. apply to most people, right? But there are certain basics that, that all of us can um, take from and apply to our own lives. But the truth is we each have these incredibly individual, specific, unique circumstances. And so I offer a free 20-minute consultation to anybody who would like one where we can just chat and, you know, you tell me what's going on in your mm-hmm. life. What are the problems you're facing? What's really overwhelming to you? Um, I'll ask some questions, get some clarifications, and and happy to answer any questions. Yeah. And for some people, you know, we can end there, and you've, you've gotten some some good tips and and some idea of how to move forward. And for others, sometimes they would like to continue to work with me after that. But that 20-minute consult is completely free and is easy to schedule through my website. That is amazing to offer something like that because in that 20 minutes, a person has choices to make either to, to continue with you or um, sit down and, and make like, I know I would have sat down and been like, hold on, let me, let me mm-hmm. sit down with my mess here a little bit before. Mm-hmm. I make commitment. Yeah, exactly. Because those mm-hmm. moments, those, those aha moments that I went through, I know if I sat, you know, on a consult with you for 20 minutes, I would just be flipping over myself um, with these moments. So, and that's what did happen to me. Mm, that's great. Yeah. And then the other thing, uh, you wanted to talk about was your website. Um, there was something else we talked about. Oh, um, we said it on the email. I'll, I'll delete this part out, but you, we had talked about that on the email. You, had, you wanted to talk about your 20 minute consult and Something else. Do you remember what that was, Daryl? Okay. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay. Okay. Can you? Are you able to hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay. I'm not. I'm not sure how that. Why that cut out? Um, I don't know. But (laughs) okay. Well, um, do you want me to just dive in and talk about the newsletter? Yes, that's okay. what it was. Then you okay. Yeah. 
Okay, let, let me introduce that again and I'll cut sure. all that, that fluff out and say. <clears throat> and I also wanted uh, for you to share with us your newsletter and how we can just um, start minimalizing our lives with this. Sure. Um, and sort of in the same way that that ebook um, can be helpful. And in fact, when you sign up for the newsletter, you get a copy of the ebook. I know for some people getting on a phone call or, or even starting to work with a professional organizer or a minimalist coach might seem very daunting. Like you want to kind of like have some moments to yourself, as we, we just talked about, where you can really sit and think. So my newsletter is another great opportunity for that so that you know twice a month, you're going to get an email from me. It's not going to be terribly long because <laughs> I am a minimalist. Yes. Um, and one of those, uh, you know, one of the, the newsletters for the month is just a more general update. Um, and that can be about various topics. Sometimes I'll write about, you know, how to keep your email box um, clutter-free or um, how we go through transitions in life and how that affects our stuff. It'll be whatever timely um, topic I'm thinking about at the moment. And hopefully that inspires you and, and it provokes some questions um, that you can answer for yourself. And then the other me email I send that month, um, the second one is a content update because as we've talked about, I do have content. Um, sometimes my articles are published on other sites or I'm on people's podcasts. So basically I round up whatever's happened over the month and send those out so folks um, who don't necessarily pop onto social media all the time just can go straight um, to the content that I provided. So it's free just yeah. twice a month. It won't, it won't uh, completely overrun your, your email, but it'll <laughs> kind of keep these topics top of mind because often we get excited to do something new and we're like, okay, I'm going to downsize. I'm going to organize things. And then we just forget about it. Yes. So I do think that like light touch email a couple of times a month will be a good way for everyone to, to just keep going. Yes. Um, especially if you're not ready to like have a conversation about it, you still want to have those conversations with yourself first. Yeah. And that I like how you do that because like every two weeks, I need that nudge maybe mm -hmm. with a little stick, a little, you know, to remind mm -hmm. me, hello, you are not finished. And I, what I did is I did all of that. I finished my coffee. You know, I was so excited. I shared my information with my son and he's like, okay, well that, that's good for you, mom. You know, that mm -hmm. was that kind of attitude. But, um, I came to the room that I'm in every day and I was just dreading to come in here because it was, oh. it was just so much. It was the bathroom. The bathroom mm. was just too much. It's like, um, it's become a little storage area because we were remodeling mm -hmm. some parts mm. of the house. So, you know, I understand that, but everything else should not be taken over by anything. So mm -hmm. I made like, you know, I followed your guidelines and I, I made um, a pile to give away a pile mm. to donate to, um, I don't know where it's going, but I threw away some things that were just in the way I recycled, did everything. But I do, I go to a, um, like, um, senior retirement place and I go four times a day. And I told myself every day I'm going to take 10 items and leave them on this little table there. And I did it. I did it today. I took 10 <gasps> items. Wonderful. I did. And I put in there is clothing, um, 
just little things, right? And but I did take two hats that were specifically for this one lady, and Aww. I put, I gave them to her, and she was like, she was wearing one on the way out when I saw her. I was like, oh my gosh, they look perfect. They were hers. I don't know why I had them, but they were hers. <laughs> the mm-hmm. way they looked on her. But when I left, I looked at the table, and everything was gone. So this week, forty items from my closet will be gone. So Wonderful. that's that's what I I. I individualized it for myself but Mm -hmm. I know that that's just that works for me I I guess it's the less guilt that I feel but that gets into that other part of your um your guide is the the guilt that we um feel when we're getting rid of gifts and and that's I wanted to see if you if maybe your newsletter coming out in for November or December deals with the holidays and gift giving or do you have something like that from the past? And I think I lost you again. I can hear you now. Okay. Okay. Trying to trying to keep this uh, from falling asleep. I think okay. it's, it's just the issue with my phone. Um, the the yeah, but, but yeah, yeah, I can. Yeah. Um, so yes, my newsletters in November and December will have holiday themes for sure and address oh. the topic of gift giving. Mm-hmm. And um, just to circle back on a few things you said that I think are, are really, really important to mention is that, you know, you individualize the way that you got rid of things that you no longer need um, in a way that made you feel less guilty about them, but you still took action. Mm-hmm. And that's the key here is that it we can all make the choice as to how how we want to let go of things. Um, but if we let that choice prevent us from giving things away, it doesn't make sense. And I just love how you found a really easy, very meaningful way that you were able to do that. Because when we keep things we don't need, we're essentially keeping things away from other people. Mm-hmm. And you made the choice not to keep those things away from other people who you knew could uh, could use them. Um, And certainly the holidays are a great time to reflect on on things like that. Yeah, well, I don't, these, you know, I see these people four days a week Mm -hmm. and I I see, um, you know, like some are cold and they need sweaters or a hat or a scarf. Mm. And I, Daryl, I don't know why I have so many scarves hats sweaters and coats Mm -hmm. i don't understand what i was thinking when i kept buying and buying and buying Mm -hmm. i need that's where i've had i've gone to stores and i've walked out with one or two items where before Mm -hmm. i used to buy a lot i don't Mm -hmm. and i know now but all it's all in my closet right Mm -hmm. yeah and this speaks to the importance of changing buying habits to prevent yourself or oneself from being in this situation again. But you're right, even once you've changed those buying habits and you're not buying as much, um, it is still hard to reconcile what you do take with you with everything else you have in your home. Because usually when we buy, we're not at the same time reviewing everything that we have. We're choosing something we want um, Mm -hmm. and we see value in, but we're not then going into our closet and saying, what thing am I getting rid of? Um, So, you know, you're kind of speaking to the fact that not only do you 
does one have to go through this downsizing process, but we really need to make some decisions and rules for ourselves around what we want to buy and what we need such that it like fits into mm -hmm. this like newly downsized space we have and create a sort of maintenance plan for ourselves where we're um, checking back in and yes. seeing these hats are oh, I used to because of X, Y, and Z, but now I don't anymore. And now I can give these away. So right. it, it's like a, it's a pretty constant process. It gets easier though, over time. It's a lot less time consuming <laughs> once you've got it like set up, but it, 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 it's not something where you set it and forget it forever. No, that's true because just the maintenance alone, it's like, mm -hmm. to me, it feels, as you were talking about that, it reminds me of exercise. So easily uh, we, we can say, oh, I'm going to do this plan. You know, we do it for a week and then it's like, oh, and then, you, you know, you forget about it. And, and I feel that, that uh, minimalizing is almost like an exercise program and you mm -hmm. have to just keep doing it. And the maintenance of it is mm -hmm. um, where I need help. I, I, I know that the maintenance is it's so easy for a room to be, oh, it's, it's beautiful, it's done. But the hard part is keeping it clean. It's like, you know, the husband leaving his shoes or, you know, dirty clothes, not making it into the hamper. Little mm -hmm. things just start accumulating and then it turns into what I was dealing with in this bathroom. Mm, yes, That's, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. And I totally agree with you about exercise. In fact, I wrote a blog post about that very topic because I, <laughs> I believe that so strongly that diet and exercise have often as these moments in time, like I'm going to lose weight or I'm going to get bigger muscles. And it's like, that's the beginning, not the end. <laughs> right. <Yeah>. So, <laughs> um, and so I, I use that um, metaphor quite often because it is so incredibly true. Mm -hmm. And, um, and as you know, also with like exercise, there are certain like muscles or looks that we want aesthetically, but to really be a fit person, you have to address all the muscles in your body, you That's know, to be a really fit person, you can't just build muscle or lose weight. Um, you have to also be eating healthy foods or else you're mm -hmm. not going to feel well. So sometimes there are these hidden pieces to getting our homes fit and having a healthy home that aren't always obvious. Um, there are definitely people out there who have hired me whose homes actually don't look terribly disorganized because they hid <laughs> all of the mess somewhere and because yes. they don't like the mess to be out mm -mm. and they, they're able to like, um, implement a strategy that at least keeps that stuff away. So they put in some effort, but it doesn't actually solve any of their real no. problems. No. So we have to look underneath the hood and not just make things look pretty, <laughs> but like really do the work. And if, if I could just tie that. Very beginning, which I thought was so perfect, you know, doing looking behind the hood and like looking deeper, you said at the very beginning that you had to be honest with yourself. Um, mm -hmm. when you were sitting down and going through the guide, like it really kind of <laughs> forced you in a way into a moment yes. of deeper reflection, <laughs> but you didn't shy away from it. And I think a lot of no. folks do shy away from it. Um, so I really applaud you for that. 
Um, but it's a good thing to just highlight um, for your listeners that this is an honesty process more yeah. than it is like an organizing process. Like organizing is the, the tactics we employ mm-hmm. to get you what you want, but you have to start with honesty. Um, that with honesty. Yes. And it's, I was forced to be honest with myself because I mean, how could it be that I could present to you a mask of, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I have a beautiful home. I have, I, I've been mm-hmm. in my house 30 years. We're remodeling. Oh, wow. You know, mm-hmm. it's 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 a process. We've gotten here and I didn't want to remodel because I knew it was going to take forever. And it has, right. but mm-hmm. it's, it's almost at the end. And now it's um, the room that was the dining room is now my study, uh, my mm. studio. And so, but it's right now, it's still the catch-all room of the tools. But it's slowly, my husband realizes, hey, that he needs to do his part and get his things out. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's slowly becoming mine, but um, the honesty that I had to deal with were, were on like on number one of the ultimate guide, my top three challenges of the home. Number one was I had too many things of everything in every room. And ah, yeah. That, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and so does he, he, mm-hmm. he's like, he buys a tool and then he can't find it. Mm-hmm. So he buys something else and it's like, he'll look and he's like, oh my gosh, I had this tool already. So he and I are the same with mm-hmm. buying things over and over. And then we just have so many things. So right now, that is our number one thing. Both of he he doesn't know. I know this about him, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't had to be honest with himself, but I know that I have too much of everything. Mm-hmm. And well, that's, and that's fortunately though, that one is a less like emotional um, issue. That's really, a, again, a tactical issue that when you, f- you, when you create a organized home for each item that you have, so you know everything you have, that will do away with this problem. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that, that's just like money back in your pocket in a way, because just stop buying the same thing over and over. I did find that I find I buy the black top over and over and over. And I have, mm-hmm. you know, like two dozen black tops in every gotcha. style. Mm-hmm. But because when I go to the store and mm-hmm. I like something, it's usually black mm-hmm. and it's not anything extravagant, but I, mm-hmm. I've had to stop. It's like, it's wear some color and it's like, I, <laughs> I love black. And, and so, and I never, that's one thing I don't have to do. I don't have to go into the closet and like, does this match this? No, mm-hmm. it's like, these are the pants. This is the top. Let's go. Yeah. And I, I want my home to feel at ease just the same way with that. And, and I got one drawer in my bathroom the way I wanted. I had to take everything out. It was a miscellaneous drawer. And I know from you, there's no miscellaneous. (laughs) I took everything out of it and I made it. It's on the left-hand side. I made it my toothbrush, everything for the teeth, everything dental is in this drawer. And I open it. I sit on my ottoman. I take care of my teeth. I close it and I'm done. I love that. Mm-hmm. I want my whole house to be this mm-hmm. way. But that's so great because now what you did was you took a very doable, and again, not an emotionally laden or complex issue. 
You said mm -hmm. bathroom, drawer, normal miscellaneous, dental. You kept it yes. very clear, simple. And now you have, I just love that you, you were able to make the connection that, wait a second, if I could do this for one drawer and do mm -hmm. it well and enjoy it, I can replicate this throughout my entire yes. home. Yeah. Which is such a wonderful way of connecting the dots and not, you know, it's very easy for us all to get into the uh, mindset of overwhelm. Like, mm -hmm. oh no, I have to do this everywhere. <laughs> I think you saw the positive, which was, mm -hmm. oh wait, if I could do it here, that means I can do it everywhere. Yes. Um, and a quick note about the, the black tops. Um, I'm kind of the same way. <laughs> um, I'm from Washington, D.C. originally. So mm -hmm. black and grays are like the colors there <laughs> for clothing. And when I came to Texas, I realized, you know, liven things up a bit. However, I still am similar to you. It just black goes with everything and it's it really does. easy. Um, and so this is a good example of where, um, you know, taking an inventory of mm -hmm. a certain subset of, of your objects is really helpful. And again, if you if your husband has all these tools, he can kind of inventory all of them. Um, and then you know what you have. And if it's if it makes life easier, you could literally take pictures of every all the clothes you're keeping mm. and have them on your phone. And then when you go shopping, you can be like, wait, did, did I, I think I, I may have already gotten something like that and yes. like double check. I mean, mm -hmm. being a minimalist um, is helpful in this way because you have less stuff and you can kind of remember it all. Like I pretty much know everything that I have in my closet, mm -hmm. um, but for but for certain types of things, we're not going to know, like, especially if you do a, a craft, like I've had a lot of clients who are crafters and they'll have like a hundred crochet needles and like a million patterns. Like you just yes. have too much stuff to remember because of the nature of the hobby. Mm -hmm. And in those cases, again, take a picture, have a list, something that will you can take with you when you go shopping so you can double check and then you don't end up um, duplicating objects. Right. Yeah. I stay away from the crochet area at any craft store because I have the whole alphabet <laughs> oh, of wow. craft books mm -hmm. <laughs> because I've accumulated, you know, through mm -hmm. giving them to me and buying. Of course, mm -hmm. I have like three J hooks because when you travel, of course, you forget a hook or something, but that's mm -hmm. what happens. But the yarn, I, oh my gosh, I haven't even tackled that. I'm going to have to redo the whole guide just for that other room. Because mm -hmm. that whole yarn thing, uh, I think that should be next on taking a bag with me also and donating to, there's a, cra um, a crochet group. Mm -hmm. and, and they they make baby quilts baby blankets oh um, so anything that's what i'm gonna do as soon as we hang up i'm gonna get <laughs> anything that looks you know like infant yarn mm -hmm. i'm gonna mm -hmm. take that tomorrow oh that's such so, a yeah. wonderful idea yeah. and again such a great use um because everybody you know that yarn is a good example of an item where there are enough people out there that that want the yarn that mm -hmm. you know that you can um, make sure it has a second life. And it is the tricky part about uh, arts and crafts and other hobbies that sometimes we get so excited about them that we buy a lot. <laughs> we buy like six, seven, because of course, baby blankets, you know, it doesn't just take a little bit of yarn. It's like a lot. It's intricate work. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 But, but it, you know, it's a good reminder that 
oftentimes it's just easier to buy something and we feel like we check something off the list, but we're not actually ready to do the project itself. Mm-hmm. And so granted with hobbies and, and crafting, like you need to have some extra supplies um, for sure. But um, yeah, I think that that is, is pretty common that we think, oh, I want to do this project. Let me buy all the materials, but we haven't actually um, given ourselves time to do the project. And it's just something to look out for. That's mm-hmm. part of the preventative maintenance mindset um, once, you've, once you've gone through your stuff. Yeah, yeah. And one, the other part um, on part six of the guide, the mm-hmm. pairing down, um, the guilt in receiving. Mm. I know that uh, I'm 56 and with that came a lot of, you know, taking things when, you know, the great grandmother died and mm-hmm. the grandmother died. So I have things that, are put away because they were just, you know, they were in the way during the remodel. And I'm thinking those boxes are going to come back from storage. And I'm thinking, I don't even want to open these boxes. I'm where do you, what do we do with this, this glassware, this, you know, collections of, you know, things that we have. I'm, are you finding a lot of, of your clients dealing with this uh, sort of guilt mm-hmm. in getting rid of these pieces? Yes, absolutely. Um, there's guilt. And then there's also some really legitimate confusion about what to do. It's complicated because mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, if these are pieces that were left by a parent, sometimes you know, my clients are, they're still fresh on the wound of losing the parent and just looking at the stuff. It's not even so much about guilt. They're not even up to that point yet. They just like literally can't handle looking through it Mm. um, because they understand what that means. And then it's going to cause them to, you know, have to reflect more on the death of a parent, which is very difficult. Mm -hmm. Um, But once folks can get past that point, then there's more complexity because then there's, well, to some degree, all of this is meaningful to me because that person was close to me. It has their handwriting, or I remember that when I was a kid, seeing that object. Mm-hmm. Um, and so sorting through that is just difficult to understand what is actually worth keeping. Um, and in those cases, sometimes you have to go through multiple rounds. You know, I'm often, I think I even say this in the book, is like, be ruthless when you pare down. And that's true. And that's true for most things. But I think with some of these more complex heirloom, hand-me-downs, loved ones that have passed away, sometimes you have to take it in rounds. And so a a round might be, well, let me at least let go of the things that are in bad condition um, that I don't really remember, that don't really mean anything to me, that don't have a additional value and sort of let some of that go and then sort of bring out, I mean, this is this, you brought up an important point, which is like storage units. Mm -hmm. So at least having the items out for reflection and review um, will help move the process along. Um, And then another thing that comes up is with, if you're willing to let some of that go, some people want to save it for, their children or a niece or a nephew or other people in the family. 
And instead of taking the action at that moment, they say, well, I'll just keep it. And then if they want it later, I'll give it to them. And that strategy doesn't usually work very well. Mm -mm. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's a good time to have those conversations with the family. Uh, you know, the, the, as far as that, I, I'm ready for like my cousins to come over mm -hmm. and just here, let's take a platter, take a dish, take, you know, take some earrings, take everything. <laughs> because I, I think I'm ready uh, now instead of like waiting for any, anything later, I'm ready now for them to come over and let's have a little celebration, drink some wine and take some dishes and hopefully they'll want some. But if they're listening to this, they're not going to want to take anything with them. They're going to be so <laughs> done with any sort of clutter. And I have a cousin that I have offered things to, and she's like, mm -mm, I don't want anything. I don't, I don't want a China cabinet. I don't want dishes. So and recently what I did do is I, I have my China from when my husband and I got married and mm -hmm. I offered it to my daughter already. And she's like, which one is it? And I said, it's the one that we never use. And it's, and I described it. She's like, I want that. And I was like, Oh my gosh, that's a whole, that's like two boxes right there. And it's nice. not, it's not, it's just plates. It's just a plate, salad plate, a saucer and a cup. Mm -hmm. It's not the whole, like the, the, you know, the soup bowls or anything. it's just very basic and she just bought a house. So that's something that's perfect. For, it is perfect for her. Yeah. So I, I love that. But I also love the idea of like having your cousins over, like making an event out of it, letting mm -hmm. people look at things and take if they want. And then if they don't, then you, then your guilt um, can be assuaged, you know, like you don't have, you've done <laughs> your part, you've tried. Yes. And then if you want to let those things go, great. And I also, again, like, there are a lot of young people out there that, that need stuff. Yes, <laughs> they actually they... need it. And, and why not take something that has this, this meaning behind it? So mm -hmm. those, are, those are actually great suggestions also for your listeners. Like there are a lot of different ways to do this, um, different conversations you can have with family members, but do it now. Like mm -hmm. do it, this, you know, once you have those items in front of you, just start that process because sometimes it does take a while. Sometimes yes. you have to go through, you know, your, your family doesn't live near you. You have to make a bunch of phone calls. There's, you know, how to get it to them. So, so get the ball rolling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm lucky. I do have some family around here and uh, I know that they will take, you know, and if it's their cousin, my cousins or their daughters, mm -hmm. bring everybody, uh, you know, I'm not going to be, you know, denying anyone, any dishes. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yes. So um, I love how uh, your, your guide was so concise and that you did mention that you don't like fluffiness and that mm -hmm. I, I discovered that I like that too, because the way you wrote it, the way you presented it was just, I'm like a fan now. I just wanted to watch <laughs> everything you have. And I was like, Aww, okay, so I do because I learned so much so mm -hmm. quickly, you know, it wasn't like, you had to read like this entire book and then wonder what mm -hmm. the hell was that? Where mm -hmm. like my, my, I say my son, because my son, it, he has been a minimalist for a while and he has presented books to me. And I'm like, I don't want to read a book. I, that's, I, I want, I want to do something without reading a book. He's like, but you don't know how. And I'm like, I know. And then mm -hmm. when I, when I saw yours and then I, and how quickly I was, 
uh, nudged to move, I, I was I was thinking, okay, this is what my readers, my my listeners, my friends, my family might need because it's fast and and it makes you think. If you're if you're honest, things will mm-hmm. get solved. And this is um, this when um, you know. And like I said, at first I was like, uh, I don't I don't know if I'm ready for this. But mm-hmm. you made me realize, yeah, I I did have a little bit of prior knowledge about mm-hmm. this absolutely and yeah and so I feel like you were like okay girl you got <laughs> it just go <laughs> <laughs> well I appreciate that so much and you know it's funny it just made me think about um being in many clients homes that have many books about organizing and mm-hmm. downsizing and minimalism um and yet I'm there so clearly the books help they mm-hmm. they they, they bought them for a reason. They learned something. They usually reflect that back to me. Um, it's not a bad thing. And again, timing is sort of everything and you have to be ready for it and to do the work. But um, but yes, like I'm glad that I, I can understand why you might have felt resistance to reading mm-hmm. a book about it. Um, but I'm glad that you found this to be helpful. And that's why I, I put this out. Yeah. Because I know that for some people, reading a whole book is actually going to deter them from doing the work because they'll yeah. feel like they accomplished something from reading a book. Whereas this is kind of like, okay, here's the, here's the, the, the basics. And so if you actually want to get started and, and take action, this will be an easier um, starting place. So I'm glad, I'm so happy to hear that worked for you. Yeah. Yeah. It, it did work because when, if you're reading a book, that means you're ready to be honest. And when mm-hmm. those books were presented to me, it was like, uh, I don't need that. And right. Yeah. You have to be ready to read the book. You That's do. why those books are still in the bookshelf for some people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's sort of like the um, saying about like to meet somebody where they are. And that's mm-hmm. actually true. Even when I'm working with clients, like everyone's coming at it from a different perspective and having different needs. And those usually change during the course of time where we're working with each other because someone cannot do something unless they are ready to do it. Exactly. So mm-hmm. it sounded like this also hit you at a moment where you were ready because this remodeling was happening because of where you are in your life. You were ready to, to, there was an entry point there that was mm-hmm. available that may not yes. have been there before. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's okay too. For some people like, yeah, it's not, it's not going to help to force something that we're not ready to do. Um, yeah. But, yeah. but also you don't have to do it all. You know, somebody can say, you know what, I'm not, I'm not ready to do everything, but I am ready to organize my bathroom and get that <laughs> dental drawer uh, like Mel yes. did. And like, Hey, that is great. If that's all you do for now, wonderful. You know, <laughs> it's the start. It's one step at a time. And, mm-hmm. you know, like social media is um, everything we, we, are reading and seeing it's uh, it's you know like TikTok. it's three minutes if even mm-hmm. if you stay for the three minutes and i just i want um to emphasize this even more for the listeners that you know uh downloading your all your like even your blog and even your um your own podcast those are those are short too and mm-hmm. everything everything you present is like 
it, it has the uh, it it grabs us because our attention span is minimalized as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so true. Yeah. So um, I want to remind everyone. And, oh, your blog and uh, is part can be found on my on, website as well. On your mm-hmm. website as well. Yeah. Everything's on your website. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can schedule the consultation there, get the newsletter, read the blog, mm-hmm. take a little look around. <laughs> yeah, I try to keep yeah. everything in one place, um, mm-hmm. especially for folks, again, who don't want to be on social media. That's great. I'm there just because, you know, that's another avenue to, to again, meet people where they are. But um, you don't need to be on social media to find me. Everything's on my website. And tell everyone again the name of your website. Sure. It's why less equals more.com. So my business is actually called less equals more. Um, mm-hmm. but my, my site is why less equals more. Cause as we've kind of discussed here, um, yeah. you know, my mission is to teach people why this is a good idea, like what this is going to change in their lives. If this is not just about organizing, it's really about, again, being honest with yourself, um, and seeing how having less things and less to do, um, will lead to a more fulfilling life. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming here. I, I know I'm going to learn every, every two weeks with your little nudges again, (laughs) and I'm so excited to get started on this, this journey, this journey towards minimalism. Well, and thank you so much. You're such an inspiration. I know to your audience and, um, I, I really, really, uh, impressed with how quickly you put things into practice. And I, I think that's truly wonderful. And I can already tell that um, your husband will get on board pretty soon <laughs> once he sees he what an incredible job you're doing. <laughs> he will. Thank you so much, Dara. I'll talk Thank to you. you soon. Okay. Sounds bye-bye. Good. Bye-bye. right I told you so just listening to this today you did find that less does equal more so embrace the concept of minimalism and it doesn't have to be all in one step she is so good about taking it into tiny steps and just being honest I think one room at a time that's what I've had to do One room at a time will make a difference. Baby steps, baby steps. So, hey, give her a call. Get that free consultation on the phone and see where you can go with this. Or just sign up for the guide and her, she has the ability to contact you twice a month. I've already started receiving my messages, my emails, And they're short, sweet, and they're like little nudges to keep you motivated. So, yeah, Dara Zykerman, less is more. Why less is more? You'll figure it out. All right. Talk to you later. Bye.